0: I'm Matt Williams and welcome to the Mr. MPW podcast. We're here to help you learn, build, and grow within the aviation community. And we're bringing out new videos all the time. For now, and by popular demand, we're taking the audio straight from our YouTube videos so that you can listen to them wherever you get your podcasts. To see the videos and get exclusive content, make sure you visit MrMPW.com. No, such a rookie mistake, never start a show like that with your microphone muted, that's a Sean-ism isn't it? Good evening everybody, welcome to the show, god I was coming in so enthusiastically then as well because I've been away for so long but uh, oh well, all best laid plans and all that. Um, I hope everyone's doing well, welcome to tonight's show Um, great to see so many of you here as always, Um, sorry we've been away for a while, we were due to come back to you last week, but um, what crazy weather we all had. Um, well, certainly up here in the kind of Midlands and the Northwest, it was absolutely insane. I have never, I think it's safe to say, um, I mean, I, I've flown all over the world in my time in the military and um, and around that. and. Crikey, it was uh, the storms that we had here, it's safe to say, were the worst I've ever seen in the UK by a long, long way. And also um, kind of on a par with those that I've seen around the tropics. And uh, yeah, pretty insane. Let us know if you were uh, hit by any of those. But to be honest, last week it was so hot that, um, I mean, it's hot in here anyway with all the screens and the computer going and all that sort of stuff, all the lights. But um, yeah, it was it was crazy hot and I think everything would have given up if I'd not have given up um, through the heat. Um, And then we had a crazy thunderstorm as well. So um, it was just one of those, I think, unfortunately, where it just it wasn't going to work. And on top of that, our guests that I had lined up last week, um, they were struggling with their internet and computers. They'd had lightning strike near their home. Um, so it just yeah i'm sorry we couldn't come to you last week um unfortunately i haven't managed to get that guest back tonight um so um it's myself and sean but quite a lot to talk about um just had a, a message from sean that he's ready to rock a few technical issues um so i will give him a shout very soon um just quick jump in agent k hello first thumbs up very good very good everyone make don't forget give us a like press that thumbs up button right now gosh nothing to do um protea aerial media hello in the company account Ah, vic from dick hello vic uh, steve fuller in here message retracted was it something rude interesting um jonathan andrews hello lindsay hello um, Lindsay did you see that you'd passed your OE the other day congratulations if you did um, Steve Fuller blue skies a few cirrus clouds zero wind and belpus, so naturally in back garden watching on the iPad no wind that's crazy it's um it's getting kind of crazy windy here at the moment I think it's going to go mad over the next 24 hours on this west side of the country so again you know look after yourselves stay safe be careful um, Lindsay Hayes, high winds and RF jamming all day in Herefordshire. Well, there we go, there goes another drone. I hope you didn't actually lose a drone um, to that. But yeah, I've seen quite a few things on the groups actually about this um, GPS jamming, I think um, is probably what it is that you're referring to. Um, Interesting that it does happen quite often. Um, it's not something which. Um, you know, is a is an irregular occurrence. It happens fairly regularly. I know we certainly used to um, to do it or have it done to us um, when we were on the military side of things. Um, wasn't actually aimed at us in the aircraft, although um, we had ways of making the GPS fail on board so that our students and people that we were training up to become combat ready pilots had to go back to the old school ways you know clock map compass that kind of thing um to navigate around but um it was more to stop the gps's for the guys and girls on the ground working was what The jamming that used to happen when I was involved with it, um, so that they were forced, because that's probably what would happen in um, a non permissive environment. So, um, you know, if we were in enemy territory in an area that we didn't control the airspace and we didn't have air superiority, um, we would, yeah, they would practice GPS jamming. The reality is, though, that actually we would have something called P codes on board the aircraft, which would allow us to. Um, or, our systems to reject the jamming signal um, and give us a, a full GPS signal, so quite interesting. But, yeah, um, obviously, I guess it will have an impact on us operating, so just be careful. And another great reason to be able to operate your drone in atti which I will talk about later on. Um, there we go, right? Elsevier, um, hello, sir. Um, Agent K, even I noticed that you are monolingual today. Camwings, hello, James, nice to see you. Um, good to see you in the discord the other day as well it's been very quiet in the discord as well I don't really know why i think as i say people going back to hopefully back to normal and i hope it is pretty much back to normal for you wherever you are um means that you're able to um you know don't need the reliance of that necessarily but we are there and um and free to chat and help if uh, if you want to get a hold of me so um yeah but james is quite active in that Excuse me, Big G, George, hello, nice to see you. Um, that's great, Shirley and I are in the pub. El Smeghead in in the pub, shocker. Um, at least you're not in the hot tub at home. David Benham, hello, from a very hot Cyprus. Jealous, man. Crowded space drones, hello. Uh, yeah, the studio just collapsed all behind me, loads of boxes fell off, um, and like the green screen went Arr! and fell on me. So I had to uh, kind of sort all that, which is pretty funny. Brian Forward, Peter Campbell, hello. Uh, yeah, Sean will be joining us shortly. Chris Caswell, Echo Alpha. Um, I don't know whether we've got Adam or um, Alex in. I'm guessing it's Adam this time. a Keist, hello. A new name. I've not seen that one before. Wilderness and Ale, hello. And my thing has just jumped and I've lost all of the things. But hopefully, um, there we go. Not miss too many people. Seekers International, Brian Forward, Lindsay, Big know Who else? Why did it jump then? But there we go. Mr. Totty Hunter, hello. James Hansen. hello. Right, so M H Outdoors, hello. Um, so yeah. Um, there we go. Now, before I give Sean a shout, um, fat, I'll give Sean a shout. Give Sean a shout now. Sean's ready. Um, let's get Sean on. Let's have a chat with Sean um, because there's a bunch of stuff. Um, that we need to talk about that's happened over the last couple of weeks and he's going live tonight at 10 o'clock on his channel uh, with lib i believe more on that in a second so i know he probably wants to get in and get out so let's give sean a shout stand by for the skype dance hopefully all of this works it's been a while i've got to remember what i need to do oh it was so fast here we go oh yes
1: (laughs) Un- unmute the microphone. <laughs> unmute them. Mic- <laughs> unmute. Yeah, I did a Sean, officially. <laughs> I haven't done all of the um, uh, the pre checks tonight, so That's I apologise. Um, nice. if, if do I sound okay? You sound absolutely fine. You sound glorious as ever. <sighs> Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> nice. How are you doing? It's just before we have to go online, don't we? It's always it's always the way. Life 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 would be boring without tech. Falling apart around our ears. Um, I'm good, sir. How are you? Yeah,
0: not too bad, thank you. Um, I know I've been quiet over the last couple of weeks, and I know you and I have chatted a couple of times over the, over that time about it. But um, yeah, all good, thank you. It's um, we're getting there. It's been nice to spend a bit of time with the family, and finally get to spend some time with um, with my two very young boys. So that's where I've been, everybody. If um, if you've been wondering, it's just you know three four months of lockdown now, and uh, needed to dedicate a little bit of time to family. Rather than, you know, because life's too short.
1: Well, it is, most certainly. So there we go.
0: How about yourself then?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've been been pretty busy on the channel, actually. Almost the opposite. I've been doing lots of YouTubing and avoiding the family. Excellent. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. um, uh, Yeah, it seems to be a sort of, you know, as, as... business is struggling to get back to normal um uh, the drone world is, is is getting busier and busier again with you know leaks and things happening and not happening and um so no it's it's, it's been a very very busy period which is uh, which is awesome excellent excellent and it is
0: good to see that you're still managing to do those bits on the channel and um i mean like you say for yourself it hasn't really hasn't really stopped has it which is good
1: no, yeah, no, indeed. I mean, I, I did take about just about over a week off um, a couple of weeks ago to have a little bit of a break as well, which was a bit of an unplanned break. Um, but um, but yeah, no, it's 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 some there's there've been some fun developments. Obviously, lots, lots of drone news, lots of updates to different drones, and this and this sort of thing. People losing their heads over a zoom on the Mavic Air two. Um, yeah, <laughs> who, who knew that that's all that DJI needed to do really. was and- Give give people a um, a, a zoom, <laughs> a
0: digital zoom as well at
1: that. Yeah, to make everyone go crazy. Although I have seen some absolutely fantastic uh, results from it, actually. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering what, what is definitely going on there. Obviously, it's, it's a digital Zoom, but I'm wondering if there's something going on with the sensor there. Because uh, um, I saw a, sh- a shot last night from Londonard, who some people in the chat will know. Um, and he got, he got a really nice parallax effect going on on, a, on an orbit he was doing using the Zoom. Um, nice. It was really impressive for a digital Zoom.
0: That's very cool. I suppose, to be honest, with the processing power that they've got in there, and the sensor kind of the, the prowess that they've got with the sensor and the lenses, yeah, it's um, you know, it's not surprising that they can start pulling off these incredible things now.
1: Yes, exactly. But I think most people with the Air Two are still waiting to see the smart controller compatibility. Uh, Come online, which I think a lot of people are very excited about. I think they'll actually sell quite a few controllers. <clears> the <throat> people that already own one or the other that are waiting for the compatibility before they buy. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. And it's
0: um yeah, I was going to say it's interesting that you mentioned that, but that is one of the things that we are waiting for, right? Um, that that compatibility. It's weird, I think, that that hasn't happened.
1: Well, I've I've been told that the 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 sky controller i always want to call it the sky controller because i have um uh, parrot drones yeah. <coughs> they the, the the sky controllers for those um it's it, it's it's i've been told that the smart controller runs on 32-bit and the fly app is on 64-bit so uh. quite a bit of work to bring the two together it's going to be quite a major update to the smart controller um so it'll be interesting to see how how they get around that problem interesting interesting yeah the um well
0: yeah because if they can't upgrade the core software for the smart controller then that might uh unless they run yeah the other way around would be easier i guess from a programming perspective that's right Um, yeah but difficult to
1: you want to see how they get around and i know that um uh I'm. I'm not sure if it's this issue that sparked a lot of people talking about there potentially being a smart controller two, or whether that was around just before. But um, it'll be interesting to see which way they go. I know that there have been instances in the past where uh, a very popular update has been uh, coming, and then never, and has never eventually. Come along. So I think some people are nervous, hence why some are holding off buying one or the other. So I think I think certainly as an Air 2 owner myself, I would probably buy the smart controller if if, if the uh, sort out compatibility. Interesting. So DJI,
0: if you do happen to watch this at some point in the next couple of weeks, take note. You'll uh you'll have might cost us it with existing smart controllers an upgrade. Yeah, exactly. That there's people talking about that. Um sorry to just change the subject ever so slightly i've seen someone saying that you are out of sync i've just tried to sync it up a little bit better it's not sean it's me um so um can i mention about the thing that we are trying
1: to do yes please do please
0: um so sean and i are looking at doing a podcast together um and making that a regular thing it'll be a really cool collaboration that we're quite excited about but unfortunately for some reason although i am in like literally the fastest system you know no expense spared to get this up and running for some reason we just cannot get my computer to sync audio and video and the idea behind the podcast was that we we're going to sit at a table and do it face to face you know a couple of cameras then and, and record it in on set and do a number of episodes in one go and pop them up over a space of time uh, which obviously we can't really do at the moment so it's really frustrating the sync thing so i think i've put it back to the settings that we, we tried, tried to, and
1: we, we we literally broke that system <laughs> and re-downloaded plugins it wouldn't happen very bizarrely we we managed to get it almost to the perfect point and then it shoots the other way doesn't it the 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 voice versus versus um uh, mouth movement we got it both so we had yeah it was it was very strange
0: yeah it's very very strange so um i think i might yeah anyone wants a five thousand pound sim rig um you know it's yours for 4998 because i can't get the uh, video and audio to sync crazy Yeah, yeah there we go um
1: have you tried Flight Sim 2020 yet? Probably?
0: I have, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Um, because
1: i like, using it on my my system very soon. So,
0: Yeah, there's, um, there's a, couple of, a couple of bits that I want to talk about on it. But um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to leave that till after if that's okay. Um, now, yeah, I've noticed this. People say that your sound's dropping out when you're talking. It is a little bit, and um, it's not coming through to me, just so you're aware, mate. So it might be. Would that is that helping anything? Have you got a noise gate on?
1: Uh, no, I don't actually.
0: Huh. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. It seems to be okay. I think it seems to be when we when we talk at the same time. Ah, uh, okay. For some reason, so we'll have to sync ourselves. Um, yeah, and Sean's audio is a couple of seconds behind on my end. I'm sorry, guys. There's nothing I can do. Um, but right, so let's get into it then. The uh, there's a couple of things. Mavic
1: three. <laughs> what uh, what do you know or not know well we're, we're talking about this on on my live stream later this evening um, with lib and, and mikey from philly drone life who's our guest this evening um but my my uh, my, my thought process is is that no one knows anything frankly and it, it is the most rumored piece of technology outside of iphones um, um going frankly um we we've had so many false dawns and uh the news stories I've started to read recently and I've no, nothing against public the publications that are that are making these uh, particular stories etc but I read one saying that they they that DGI had made a board decision not to bring the Mavic 3 out until after there was a presidential change in the states uh, in case Trump tried to ban them and it's like I'm sorry that isn't how DJI make their decisions no that that isn't what goes on and and they are you know they're making those decisions last year not not now dji are a huge company um, and for a product launch, there, there's a there's a very very long, uh, and and carefully thought out route to 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 release which they have to go along. And there's no way they'd be making ad hoc decisions like that unless they were much more serious. And certainly, if they release the Mavic Air 2 in in the height of a pandemic, they're not going to worry about um, who who's in power in the states uh, to to release what would be the most awaited drone probably in the last decade at the moment. Yeah. Um, but it, it's almost to me. It's it's almost become a bit of a caricature, um, and it's it's almost become a bit of a caricature about the rumor mill almost. Uh, and I, I love the rumor mill. It's great to to think about. And as I say, we're talking about it tonight as well. And I love to think about what's coming and 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 what might be next, etc. But for this one, that, that that unfortunately people keep predicting release dates and price and spec and everything else like that, and they have no clue. They have no information. I I, I can almost guarantee it. Um, and it's frustrating because you hear a lot of people saying, I'm not going to buy the Mavic Air 2 because I'm waiting for the Mavic 3. And you think that's a shame because that's, that's that's a lot of months lost where they could be enjoying a, a very capable drone right now.
0: Yeah. And this has always been one of the things, you know, obviously DJI um, are very good, I would say, at keeping quiet what's going on. Um, and obviously there's two ways of looking at it, aren't there, I suppose. There's the Apple way where they show it to us Eight months before it's even ready, um, but they've tested it and stuff. But then, um, or there's the DJI way, which is like, it's available for sale now. Oh, and that's when they start the live stream event to show you it coming out. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
1: I think the difference between the Mavic 3 and and lots of other launches, like the Mavic Air 3 and the Mavic Mini, uh, and even now the, the the new Ronin is is started to leak as well, is that we get hard evidence as far as we get actual pictures of the products, um, and that to me is is a very very different thing because we've got something quantifiable. We can say, look, this is a DJI aircraft. We just don't know what it's going to be yet, um, and whether you agree that DJI are part of that process or not is is highly Litigious, <laughs> yeah, and and highly debatable. But um, it, it it you could argue it would serve. If you look at people like Apple, it does serve companies to have leaks out there about upcoming products. Yeah, uh, and the fact that we've had these leaks about everything else, and all we've had with the Mavic Three is is some hand drawn um, um, images from from people on Twitter. Just yeah. just leads me to believe that that people don't know what's happening yet. Um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm I've 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 previously said I'm not sure whether or not the Mavic series will even continue due to the changing regulations in Europe and 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 the states. Yeah. Uh, whether actually the Mavic Air 2 was kind of the Land Rover Discovery, the the parts bin um, um, of, of 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 all the bits and pieces to, to bring one nice last drone together and then move on to to a, to a different name and a, and a and a different form factor. Yeah, uh, it's it's, it's going to be very interesting. But for, for me, the Mavic 3 is still a unicorn.
0: Yeah. Okay. And that's good that, um, you know, someone with their ear to the ground like you have um, doesn't know anything extra um, in a way. Because, you know, I think if you want a Mavic Air 2, go and get a Mavic Air 2. Because a Mavic 3 comes out doesn't mean that that tech is any less capable than it was when you bought it, you know. And, um, And I guarantee to everybody out there, everybody, to a man or a woman, you are the limiting factor when it comes to modern day aircraft. Like your Mavic 2 Pro um, and Zoom and the Mavic Air 2 are better than I could, I could operate it, right? And as a professional who's flown very big aeroplanes um, for a living for a long time. So, you
1: know, if you want one, go and get one. Don't wait around for the Mavic 3 exactly and we we've, we've got a video on a viewer video on our stream tonight which was actually taken by a spark and it, it's phenomenal but it's because the guy really knows the drone um, he takes his time with it he he's he's very careful with his joystick control he sets his shots up uh, and it's phenomenal um and, and you know when i first saw it he sent, people very kindly send their videos into us to play out and when i first saw it i thought oh, this must be the air 2 or maybe maybe a maybe a mavic a mavic 2 <clears throat> and then when i read the description it said this was this is me uh, i've just got used to my spark i was like cranky i was kind of blown away a little bit and it reminds me of exactly that fact that it is the operator as much as 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 much as the technology and i, I still see really good footage taken with the original mavic pro oh yeah uh, and 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 the tech in the mavic air 2 and the tech in the mavic 2 pro is is absolutely fantastic Um, And depending on the wind conditions and and, and where you fly, those are two very exceptional um, aircraft, frankly. Um, In in actual fact, interestingly, one of our news stories this week was um, a flyer in New York who actually uh, took some footage of Hearts Island, where they were having... the. Mass Burials. He had his drone confiscated, which was a Mavic 2 Pro, and he found himself again actually uh, buying another one, despite the fact that he is a high-end professional photographer. He's an he's award-winning National Geographic photographer. Um, he has the Inspire 2, and he said he loves the lens on the Inspire 2, but just the just 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 the quick flight of the Mavic Two Pro, and therefore the standard of the the the, the quality of, of footage Fujiji gets from it um, is is an okay um, uh, compromise compared to the Inspire Two, because you can just get it in the air so quickly. So that's again another professional saying you don't have to have the Inspire Two with the X Seven and X Y Z. You know, you 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 can get an awful lot from from these small drones these days.
0: Yeah, that's it, and um, and it's like I. I say on when I get on the phone now to people or if I'm consulting with people they're like oh I think I should buy this and put this camera on it I'm like no I could I could get broadcast standard footage I could get what you're looking for by buying a matrice 210 and putting a massive camera underneath from a spark or a mavic because I know the system and I'm I've got thousands of hours practice using it as a proper tool i don't need the latest thing the only reason we would use a bigger drone which increases the risk and increases the value we've got in the air which we don't want to do is if production us to fly a bigger camera that's purely it
1: yeah and 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 you do you do hear more and more stories now of of the professional flyers and even some some surprisingly large studios that do this where they will get the matrice out for for the client quote almost you know to, when they're going down and meeting the client and they're showing the equipment yeah and and that's the last time they get it out for the rest of the job. Um, it's it's as, as you say it's, it's much smaller aircraft that actually capture the footage um, because it's it's because they are able to broadcast quality out of it things.
0: yeah it's exactly what we used to do when um, when we would turn up on set we would get the Aragon out or we'd get the Alta out and then we'd go and fly the Inspire 2. Um, you know but they would all see it and go wow, that's amazing because 90% of the people in the kind of crew area, never came to the area that we were shooting at anyway so they would just think what that's awesome that's the biggest room we've ever seen that must be wicked and then they'd not realize that you do it with someone else so yeah it's and it, you know people saying it, it's not what you've got it's what you do with it that counts which has never been more true
1: right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> my life somewhere else some other lecture I'll- but yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's funny that you
0: mentioned the Inspire 2 because I know I mentioned this to you the other day. Um, I've got nothing solid on this because, again, as we said, DJI even keep us as retailers and distributors out of the loop now. Um, but interestingly, um, there was a kind of distributor offer on, on the Inspire 2 a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we can't really get hold of them at the moment. So I don't know why that would be, um, because I certainly haven't been, as far as I'm aware, any rumours of an upgrade to the Inspire 2 itself. Hmm. Um,
1: I did see one. Have you? Okay. (laughs) Well, there is is talk of there being actually a new, that, that the Mavic 3 will be a Mavic 3 and a Mavic 3 Pro, and the Mavic Three will be a smaller aircraft, and then the Mavic Three Pro will have the Inspire type uh, legs lift up. And I have seen some schematics uh, to to show that. But again, I I really felt like that I can't see. I'm like, look, I really can't see DJI dropping. Or, or, or bringing two lines together like that, especially in the current marketplace, um, I could see them. You know, perhaps they might drop the Inspire 2, although it's it's so hugely popular and it, it, it's a headline grabber for them as well. Yeah. Uh, but to to have two under under one branding, a Mavic 3 and Mavic 3 Pro being so different, I, I I can't see it personally. Interesting. But yeah, it's
0: you know I've only I've only ever seen that move from DJI when something new is is in production. Yes. So, you know, it's uh yeah. So we will see on that one.
1: So I'm 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 excited, but the main thing I would say about the Mavic Three and the the final thing I'd say about any anything like that is unless you get we get to the point where like we did with the Air Two and the Mini, where we actually have uh, photographs of the product coming through from the beta testers and and uh, leaked from from retailers who put the pages up early, that type of thing, um, then 99% of the rumors are just that they are rumors and 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 you know fly what you have or or buy what's available um, because it's also unlikely that the next drone. It, you know you're not going to be going from you know the wright brothers airplane to the starship enterprise with with any of these upgrades you know the next drone will be fantastic but um, it, it, it won't be as fantastic as we're all imagining it will be in my opinion
0: no because there's only so far they can go right like it's like the smartphone thing now it's like well it's a bit of a better camera add another lens and yes. it's got more ram and more storage like exactly. where, where do you go right <laughs> 6k yeah. 8k right that, that's um but there we go when our computers can cope turns out mine can't even keep audio in sync so uh there we go um i bet it can play a 6k uh <laughs> video Oh, well, you damn right it can yeah <laughs> it can i just can't listen to it so it looks very pretty um the final bit then on the dji side of things um
1: dji fpv drone any news on that Again, okay. So, so we have something more solid on this, where where we actually have the photo that was that was leaked with the with the blurry parts to it. Um, which, which again, I suppose you know, going on what I was saying before, at least we have something on it. But again, the only real reason that you would you would think it's an FPV is because it has three uh, blades on the rotors, and there was some mud on the front of it. <laughs> Standard FPV. Yeah. So people were like FPV, Well, actually. You could argue it is a test bed for a, for a gimbal, uh, you know. But but I, I'm I'm not going to say no. I, I think yes, there is probably something FPV coming from them, and I think it will be a little bit like the the EDU products, the educational products that they bring out, like the RoboMaster, yeah. um, uh, similar and the Tello educational. So I think it will be a fixed unit that you put together, and they and you have to go back and buy their parts rather than necessarily being an open source product where you can put anyone's motors on there and that type of thing which of course the fpv community are so used to doing so i think it will be i'm almost trying to coin the phrase fpv light yeah it'll it'll be a beginner's package if it is at all because the shape of the bird even with the even with the um, um, the pixelation, still looks very Mavic Mini-esque to me. And I'd be surprised if they brought something out that had the full casing, if it is going to be something FPV, FPV driven. Yeah. I mean,
0: for me on that one, I think it's one of those that it would make total sense given DJI's previous history. Like... Um, and again i know we chatted about this on the phone briefly the other day it's like um you know they bought out flight controllers first that's what they were they were a flight controller company and then they realized that actually people are putting our flight controllers into other frames so let's make frames and then it was like well hang on a minute we've made this why not make that a product which became the phantom um, and on it went from there so you know they've got the dji digital FPV system with the controller and the flight controller and the goggles, I'm like, actually, do you know what? I think it would make sense for them to then bring out a a unit, which is something that you can buy that's off the shelf. Because there are, you know, as much as the FPV community at the moment is... One where everyone wants to build their own thing and get their soldering irons out. That was what it was like when we first started with drones. Like we, that's what we did, and we prided ourselves on doing it and knowing everything. Now I don't even have the option of doing that because you can't buy kits for this kind of stuff anymore. So, I think that is naturally the way these things are going to go, and and I think personally, I think that's really exciting because when you look at the RoboMaster, which for me was a a non-event. I was like, "What is this all about?" Like, stick to what you know, guys. You know, for us, was it? It wasn't. It, it wasn't for our market. I don't think either. No, no, it absolutely wasn't. But they did that. They bought out the RoboMaster League, and it was like, okay, you can see now their thought process because I'm sure they've sold hundreds of thousands of those units to people who are now fighting those in a league around parts of Asia. I think they'll go the same with the D- the F side of things i think they'll bring it out and they will have their own dji digital fpv league that will be properly funded it will be properly marketed and it will change fpv and and again i get enough hate from the fpv community anyway right but um, yeah. but i think it's going to change fpv
1: potentially part potentially. of it i i i think they might actually come in and Um, identify that that chunk of audience that's there that want to do FPV, that don't want to do the soldering and everything, like like you say, Uh, and I think there's actually enough there for them to corner that market next. Yeah. Um, um and perhaps they'll do it in stages um as they have done previously where you know they've, they've brought out the the air kit and then they go into a starter kit and then they go more serious from there um but i've i've always said why on earth there isn't a, a ggi fpv league out there even i mean they they, they they should be sponsoring it even if they don't sell fpv equipment frankly i think it, i think they are a natural fit for that for that arena they certainly are
0: yeah That's no, it's very interesting eh? Good stuff. Well, mate, thank you ever so much. It's nice to have a, a catch up with you. A long, a long catch up as well, long overdue. Yes. Um Thank you. Where
1: can everybody catch you next? It's nice at ten o'clock. Uh, yes, I will be on. Um, especially now that we know things work again. Uh, yeah. in An hour and twenty minutes. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. We have the um, the very loud and awesome uh, Mikey from Philly Drone Life on as a special guest. Um, so um, he he is known for his colourful nature. So catch us quick because we could be taken off air within within about 10 minutes. There's always a risk with these things. Nice. But it'd be myself and liz um and again we've got lots of um, um uh, fun bits and pieces including some great uh, viewer videos etc um so yeah catch us at 10 o'clock uk time
0: great stuff well mate thank you ever so much i look forward to um to catching you then and uh, and see what you get up to i've just dropped another link it'll pop up in a second hopefully in the chat there we go to uh, to sean's channel please go over and support sean and all the work he does um, and go and enjoy his show this evening. A lot of time and effort goes into Sean's shows, lots of creation and all that sort of stuff. So um, it's not like me where I just jump on and natter.
1: Five minutes, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Five minutes of sheer terror before you go live. I'm I'm so I'm so jealous of your workflow, um, with 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 the live streams because I, I know you approach it from the opposite side of things. So it's like I get a message from you about sort of four o'clock this afternoon. Uh, coming on tonight? Yeah. Whereas, whereas me, I've I've already had three tech tests with Mikey and spoken to him on the phone yesterday, and you know we've got everything lined up and ready. Nice. I am your tech test. That's what
0: I look at. I'm like <laughs> ace, mate. Thank you ever so much. Have a good one, and uh, look forward to catching you this evening. I'll see you very soon up see you later cheers dude bye there we go massive thanks as always to sean hickey from geeks varna for joining us um you know sean going live after this there's nothing i can think of doing worse than um than actually kind of jumping on someone else's show and then jumping onto your own show so big shout out to sean for doing that um so there we go I hope you enjoyed that um lots of interesting and useful information hopefully um, about the dji stuff in particular at the moment which um, as sean mentioned is quite an interesting place so um if just a quick one if you are watching please don't forget to press the uh press the thumbs up give us a like um, it really does help us out drop into the um into the chat Anything that you want to um, ask me questions on? I uh, know I'm not around as much at the moment on YouTube. That will be changing once the uh, children go back to school. But as I say, a bit of family time is very important at the moment. Um, if you do want to ask a question, um, obviously you can see the chat's quite busy. Please don't forget that you can help support the channel um, and help support the show by giving us a super chat or dropping a super sticker in um, any of those would be very, very much appreciated. Um, so there we go. Right. A couple of things then. Um, uh, it's been quite a big couple of days in the online aviation um, communities at the moment. In the last couple of days, sorry, just seen a couple of the comments coming in, keep trying to keep up with those. Um, the... Microsoft Flight Sim 2020. Lots of people have been asking about. I will be doing a full series on um, Flight Sim 2020 over the coming months. Um, People getting into it and all that sort of stuff. Um, And I will be streaming it on Twitch as well. Again, I know I've been quiet on there, but um, we do have a plan. It's just about getting kind of life back to normal or as normal as it can be um, and getting that time back. Now, Flight Sim 2020. I'm coming at this from someone who has invested a lot of time and money into flight I mean, I've done it for a very long time. It's how I got into flying originally, stepped away from it for a long time um, and came back into it probably about a year ago now when, ironically, I was asked to do some bits towards Microsoft Flight Sim 2020, um, which... Bizarrely, I think alpha testers, we're still under the NDA, not allowed to discuss what we did, although we're allowed to kind of say what we did. So um, yeah, not allowed to say what we did, but we're allowed to say that we were part of it. So when I saw it for the first time, I was absolutely blown away. Now, anyone who has seen it will know what I'm talking about. And yes, it does look. On a reasonable, reasonably fast system, it looks like the um, videos that you've seen. It is an incredible environment. However, at the moment, as someone who flies aircraft um, and has done so for a living, it isn't quite there yet. It does, to me, feel like a game um, at the moment. Um, I would say, and I'm surprised that it was released when it was, I'm sure it was done that way for a reason, but I personally feel as though it's the same product that we tested almost a year ago, which was an alpha product, Um, I feel as though it, it feels like a beta product, and I know a lot of people are probably going to hate on me for saying that, but it just doesn't quite feel as though it's 100% there at the moment Um, so for me I have it I've got the full premium deluxe version Um, even though we had to kind of review version we've had to buy a a proper version of it the retail version of it um, to be able to carry on using it and it is it is phenomenal it is incredible but it isn't a mature product yet what they have done with it though is raised the bar in terms of technological prowess i would say um, in terms of simulator platforms Um, so i want to be a fanboy of flight sim 2020 and like i say you'll see loads of content coming from it because it looks beautiful it just doesn't quite fly and work yet like x-plane 11. for me i'm going to stick to my serious simming in x-plane at the moment Um, and I wish X-Plane looked like Flight Sim 2020 but the fact that the flight models are mature, the fact that I've got you know, I've got the payware aircraft that are mature, I've got the controls and a five screen setup and all that sort of stuff that works because I've got it dialed in with X-Plane you don't have that level of controllability and customizability within flight sim 2020 yet and i say yet because asobo studios who are behind it have said you know this is a product that we are going to build on and we're gonna keep developing it. And actually, when you look at Microsoft Flight Simulator as um, a platform, you know, Flight Sim from back in the day, but when it really picked up, you know, 95, 98, Flight Sim 2000, um, you know, 10-year product development cycles for Microsoft on the Flight Sim side are what they're looking at. And I tell you what, if this thing is as good as it is today, well, yesterday, two days ago on release day, if it's that good on release day in six months or a year's time, when they release the three you know, triple screen, um, where we can adjust the screens and all that sort of stuff, it's, um, it's one of those that it's gonna be phenomenal, guys. And if I'm honest, I would, if you're not into Flight Sims, if you haven't. If you haven't experienced something like X-Plane or you've been too, like, oh, is this Flight Sim thing a bit geeky? What's it all about? Go and get Flight Sim 2020 because it's a great point to get in. And I think that's one of the things that they have nailed with it. You can gamify it and dial everything down and make it feel like a game, okay? Um, You know, hence why I think it's going to come out on Xbox. But then you can crank it up it on ultra realistic and it looks amazing and i think eventually it will feel amazing as well so um yeah you know get get your questions coming in for microsoft flight sim let me know the things you want to see um and and i will make videos on that as well because i think it is it is going to change flight simulation on pc for forever um, it is that good in terms of a platform. Now, one of the cool things that you can do is, if you're on the fence with it, go and get. Now, I've not done this myself because we I bought the kind of full thing. Um, one of the things you can do by the sounds of it is go and get a Microsoft Xbox Game Pass, and you'll have to do a bit of research on this yourself, which I think costs one pound for a, your first month subscription. And then you can download any game at a standard level, Um, from what I understand, one of which is Flight Sim 2020. So you can get it for a quid, um, from what I've heard, uh, by getting a Microsoft Xbox Game Pass and play it for a month. Um, Don't forget to cancel that subscription if you don't want it to carry on and get charged. But if you do, then crack on. So yeah, um, go and and have a look at it for a pound. Um, What have you got to lose, all right? One pound. You can't even buy a coffee with that nowadays. Um, So there we go. So um, that's my views on flights of 2020. I know that was something that people have been asking about and I will be going live on Twitch with that. What day are we on today? Thursday. Probably over the weekend, um, I would imagine, especially if the weather's bad and I can't go out and fly. Um, so there we go. Correct on Games Pass. Thanks, Sean. Um, so yeah, go and go and check it out for a quid on, uh, on Game Pass. Be aware, though, it is a 90... 90- to 95 gigabyte download. So, and that is for the baseline, um, the baseline simulator. It then needs an active internet connection at all times, generally, um, to run and download the information. It is absolutely insane. And that is one of the ways that they make it look so good. A lot of the rendering and stuff is done outside in i think it's the azure cloud and then you get to see that semi-rendered information as it's sent down the pipeline so if your internet connection isn't fast or if you're on a limited data da- um kind of package flight Sim 2020 perhaps isn't for you although you can turn down its data usage you can download and locally cache the um The maps and areas of interest for you at different levels, low, medium and high uh, levels of detail. Uh, But again, it's that trade off of you're going to have to wait hours. I mean, it took 28 hours for my computer, for my system to download it. And I've got 100 megabits per second connection, um, which is fully stable. Um, We've got a really quick internet. It was del- it was so slow because so many people were downloading it. So you may find it's a bit quicker, but be prepared for a hundred gigabytes of download, and mute your sound because the uh, the soundtrack that comes around for twenty eight hours is a little bit uh, a little bit frustrated. But there we go, Flight Sim twenty twenty. Give it a go on Game Pass for a pound, and um, yeah, you can't go far wrong with it. Okay. Um, Couple of other bits then, a little bit of admin for everybody, this is where all the concurrent viewers drop off. Um, The channel, I'm sorry I've been quiet over the last few weeks I say spending some time with family and uh, and the boys in particular, two young boys. Um, We've been away on holiday for a couple of nights for the first time ever with them, which is great. Um, Aviation show, we are looking at perhaps dropping this down to once a month. Happy to take your kind of thoughts and guidance on that, Um, but... We're starting to get to a point with the the family where the boys are are wanting to do things in the evening and go to classes and clubs and stuff like that. And unfortunately, giving up a night a week to do this isn't something which I think is sustainable um, on an ongoing basis. So it might be that we do it once a month. On that, we used to do these on Friday lunch times. And if you want them more than once a month... I'd just be interested to see whether people would be happy to for me to go live on Friday lunchtimes, um, because it works a little bit easier. It's a little bit easier. It works a little bit better. Or Thursday lunchtimes even, though Fridays seem to work best. Um, and then you can always catch up with them afterwards. Um, so, you know, happy to again take your guidance on that. The other one is adverts. Um, so yeah, so send me your messages on that, and uh, and I'll deal with that. In, uh, however, you guys want because you know it's um, ultimately for you to give you a bit of a bit of community and all that sort of stuff. Let's keep keep it going for the reasons that we had it um, for initially. Um, adverts. So YouTube have gone mad with adverts. They've put mid-roll adverts in, front pre-roll, end-roll, all that sort of stuff. Um, so that isn't us okay that is something that youtube have done it's very frustrating if you're finding that then um if you're finding it frustrating then please you know send messages to youtube let them know on that one of the things that we are considering is potentially demonetizing the channel and moving across to um so that we don't have any of those adverts and seeing if people would be interested in interested in moving across to a membership platform where you can get access to me every week or something like that and we do the aviation show once a month for free on the channel Um, Out or something like Patreon maybe. Um, Again, happy to take your guidance on that and interested to see whether people would move across um, and follow us to there um, and how much you would be willing to spend for the content that we bring to you. We are gonna go much more into the aviation side of things, um, away from the drone stuff potentially. Um, There will still be drone stuff when things happen or if questions come in, don't get me wrong, um, but we will be concentrating on Curated content for the aviation side of things so just again think have a think about these things everybody um, and please let me know what you would like what, what would work best for you um, you know drop me a um, uh, drop me an email maths M-A-T-T with two t's at mrmpw.com um, and let me know what you think and i can see the comments coming in so thank you for for your understanding on that side of things um you know it does take a lot to do this around running three different Businesses with a couple more to come, um, and trying to look after all of the family. Um, <clears throat> uh, James Camwings, what's happening to the roundtable for Hub Sub subscribers? So that was something that um, I won't go into it properly now, but um, I don't think we're gonna. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to do those necessarily because of the situation with me having to do this from home um, and us not having access to the studio, but. Um, yeah and we've actually removed it from the hub sub kind of marketing material now so give the office a shout if you've got an issue with that um, and we'll get that sorted when we decided that we'd just do it online instead um so there we go there we go um right one thing i do want to talk about <clears throat> got a few minutes left everyone's happy um there was an accident which kind of a drone accident which hit the headlines if you like across the drone communities um i don't actually know when the accident itself happened but um, involved a large drone the drone effectively lost GPS or had a compass problem um, and drifted um, with the wind and the operator wasn't able to by the looks of things although this wasn't said in the the AAIB's report um, the drone crashed into a house um, a distance away I am going to do a full in depth video on this But all I want to say is that for me, this is one of the exact reasons that one, the Matrice 300, I don't think is necessarily fit for purpose. Um, Although it's an incredible drone and, um, you know, we've sold a couple um, and they work incredibly well. They're great to fly. They do a job. You cannot put it into ATTI, which I think is really wrong um, personally. And like I say, I've got a full video coming on it, but... We all need to just take with a pinch of salt what people are saying on the um, on the socials because a lot of people don't know what they're on about. Um, I think from what I've seen, it was user error um, or user incompetence or lack of competency and currency. Um, and this is the reason that we say to everybody, you need to go out and practice and fly in Atty. Even if your drone... Flies in gps what happens when it loses gps and this is something that we said to the caa when they um you know allowed people to pass the flight exams without having to do any atti i get it it's difficult you how do you practice an atti um, if your drone can't do it how do you make sure you're safe in atti if your drone can't do it how do you stay current uh, you know for me That's incumbent on me as a pilot, as an operator to make sure I can do that, not the manufacturer. So I've always said, and I stand by this, you need to make sure that if you're flying, you are able to fly when things go wrong. If it's me, what I would do is buy something like a cheap hub sand drone that is capable of flying in Atty and practice flying in Atty, everybody. Um, just to make sure that you aren't someone who I'm talking about on the channel saying, I don't think you were current or competent, um, albeit you got away with it, luckily. Um, but yeah, um, I'll drop a link in the description, guys, to the um, to the report um, probably tomorrow. Um, and as I say, I have got a video coming on this. Um, it's just, you know, I can't stress enough. Yeah, you know, Peter Campbell, he's booked two hours with tom for atti skills he can fly an atti but additional skills always advantageous absolutely fully agree um so yeah you know make sure you can do it guys because i don't want anyone who's you know been coming through our training or been part of this community that we've got here that all hopefully looks out for each other um kind of having an accident or an incident and then on to my final bit which again i want to take your thoughts on because as i say this is all about you know community and about trying to do things the right way um and trying really to leverage the position that you guys and girls have potentially put me in um as the kind of figurehead the mouthpiece if you like for um our side of the community now um I've been um it's funny because a lot of people a lot of people think I'm like the man from the CAA and that couldn't be further from the truth um in reality. Actually, I think um that the CAA aren't fit for purpose and again I'm gonna have a video coming on this, I'm gonna have a um I'm gonna have a an open letter video, I think, coming on this um in the next couple of weeks so please stay tuned for that and like i say you know go on discord and let me know let's have a chat about this on discord like what you'd like me to do let's take that over to discord so that i can get involved in those conversations Um, there is a link to discord down in the video description now my open letter to the caa will be along the lines of me believing increasingly that the caa are not fit for purpose when it comes to um to the drone side of things i don't think they've got the expertise particularly with people who've recently left their posts in the CAA uh, Suez department and I don't think they've got the processes and the infrastructure that is required. So here are my thoughts um, between the people who are watching live and anyone who comes to watch it in the next week or so. I am considering pulling a case together to put forward to the department for transport to say that the drone department at the CAA aren't fit for purpose based upon the mishandling I would suggest of the implementation of the new regulations actually not necessarily the implementation that's wrong I think the CAA are capable of regulating because they are the regulator what I think is that it needs us as a community to say look the way that you handle um, PFCO and communication, um, the way that you don't handle or mishandle OSC applications is almost, I would suggest, criminal. Well, perhaps not criminal, it's a little bit too strong, but certainly I think they're opening themselves up for civil litigation based on um, their lack of process and lack of infrastructure. Just give you an example, um, we had an OSC um, application application um, or one that I consulted on um, that was absolutely nailed down should have been granted back in December it's gone on and on and on and on turns out the CAA were misunderstanding the bow tie safety management system that we used and in the end when someone looked at it who understood bow tie, they were like yeah that's the best bow tie we've ever seen why was this permission not granted to that company six months ago then seven, eight months ago You know, how much work has that company lost? I've spoken to another company today that I consult with. And again, I think they've had issues surrounding their um, safety management system and their risk. They've asked for a RAMS. You don't need RAMS if you're using a safety management system, guys. So who have they got looking at these? You know, um, our RAE renewal. Bear in mind, we got our we were the first RAE in the UK over at UAV Hub. Separate company to Mr. Mbw, but um, over at UAV Hub. Um, The... We were the first to get through. They came out to us, um, two officers from the CAA, they audited everything, said absolutely brilliant. They took our information away as, a, um, as an example, in their own words, of how it should be done and what it should look like. Ten weeks later, we had our annual renewal um, because they only... Took it up to when our annual renewal would have been which is fine did the annual renewal going through the annual renewal and they found a whole bunch of stuff but it turns out we would have timed out had i not had the and, and albeit we got the information in on time we were getting strong lines of communication and it's all because they they asked to see certain documents and our documents are you know gigabytes of information And funny old thing, the CAA can only take 20 megabytes at a time via email. So we sent everything via email, didn't get a a bounce back because, you know, it's gone from our server and been accepted. But the CAA server just rejects it internally. So we we don't know anything. We don't get told about this. So they don't have the infrastructure in place. Turns out someone downloaded, someone at the CAA, then when I called and said, what's going on? This is outrageous. We're going to have to take legal action. They then downloaded our information onto their personal laptop because that was the only way to get the information into their kind of view and then showed it to the person that they need to. And that is not the way that a government-backed body, particularly with the losing laptops on trains thing that's happened to the government over the last few years, that is not the way that the regulator who we are supposed to do everything right we're supposed to tick all the boxes we're supposed to dot all the i's we're supposed to cross all the t's how is that an, an appropriate response an appropriate you know if they haven't got the infrastructure that isn't our problem as a community it's not your problem as a drone operator you know and there are some simple things that they need to fix they need to fix their communication we've gone in and offered to help because i think in general and I know I rant a little bit <clears throat> about things, but we've offered to help in terms of communication, right? Like, give me the information if you want to. Give it to all the other drone people, you know, Ian in London. Give it to Sean. Give it give it to all the people who have got a big following because actually we are probably the best way to get it out there rather than someone having to listen to things in a, uh, a wrong way in a in a backwards way being misinterpreted being you know through the rumor mill on Grey Arrows Drone Club or wherever it may be that you've heard it on a Facebook group just give it to the people who can get that information out there properly and let us get it out there why does an RAE only get told about changes to regulations after the regulations have been changed and then we have to find it out from a forum it is absolutely wrong it just shows to me I think that they mismanage or that they're incapable of managing it and they don't have the the experience that they need within the team okay um, and you know I'm not I'm not slagging off by any means anyone in the team the, the people the guys and girls in the team are great it's the system that doesn't care it's the system that is broken it's the infrastructure that isn't in place but if they want to do what they are trying to do, bear in mind that you know, the CAA is a profit-making, privately-owned organisation um, with devolved responsibility given granted to them by the Department of Transport. I think it's time now that we, as a community, start to pull together and perhaps suggest that we set up an association or a an organisation which takes control of the regulatory um, dissemination. We take control of that communication. We um, look to put in place appropriate checks and balances and let the CAA as the regulatory body do what they should be doing, which is regulating. They regulate up here, up here, and we as an organisation are the buffer between the regulator you know and the the communities so the fpv community the professional drone community the recreational drone community because at the moment there's none of that and i know that there are things like ar you know there's fpv uk there, 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 there are these different associations around but why are we not you know yeah it, i think it's time so, and it seems, thankfully, like a few people agree. So if you do agree, please let us know, um, you know, uh, not that I want to be the man from the CA. not what I want to be the mouthpiece, although I absolutely won't be if we go down this line. Um, but I think if it's something we're interested in, then let's start to get that going. Come over to the Discord. This isn't a way to try, like a scam to try and get people onto Discord. It's just, it's easy to chat on there openly and honestly. Um, Just be careful about what you say because obviously it is available to everybody in the public. If you want to send something to me, um, kind of, privately then please just drop me an email and I'll get round to them as quickly as I can um and let's see see what we can do you know because even if we don't end up being able to set something up which takes the devolved responsibility for communication and oversight away from the regulator maybe we can create a lobbying group a lobbying organisation like Lindsay says which which has some actual power which has some actual sway which has some vocality about it which unfortunately it seems like A lot of the other organisations don't have Um, and I think we could and I think we need it I think we need that representation because otherwise we are we're going to be snuffed out by the regulations by the regulators so let me know what you think Um, you know um, yeah that's it um but that's my that's my say on that i will um i'll i'm pulling stuff together at the moment um to try and uh, and make that happen we're gonna have to try and find a sponsor or a backer because these things aren't cheap right um but i'm sure we can do it as a community so please you know feel free to spread the word on that one and get people to get in touch um, and we'll start and we're going to do it the right way okay not um not by going heads up against them we're going to look to do it the correct way so that we don't put any noises out of joint but we get our voices heard and we get everything done properly. Um, Interestingly there is um, a precedent in that in so much as um, the Light Aircraft Association, the LAA, um, have kind of devolved responsibility now for oversight of things like micro micro lights and um, ultralight aircraft um, because the CAA just really weren't capable of, of dealing with it so there we go um Smeghead, thank you ever so much um for the uh super chat oh bless you if missed half the stream that's all right mate there's no problem at all um, hi to you and Shirley. i hope you are well um there we go um so there we are that is it for this evening everybody um unless anyone's got any um crazy questions i saw some bits about um simulators dji have a simulator there are a couple out there if you look for um drone simulators personally i've not found one and um, we did a, a trial with a company about 18 months ago where we were going to include it with our courses um but it just it wasn't quite right for me so um yeah you know any kind of help on that in there and i might approach some of those companies again see if i can get review units and do some reviews on the channel that might uh, that might help everybody out if it would let me know and uh, again it's more evidence for me to say look people want to see this we've got people on the channel that want to know about it um and uh, and we can go from there da, 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 da. have i missed anything i don't think so good stuff right guys um So am I applying for the CAA UAS compliance role then? interesting story on that just before i do sign off um i actually got asked by the caa to apply for the head of uas um job which came up in that uh, came up a few months ago i don't know whether you saw it um and i actually said unless they put a one in front of the figure that they were offering then i wouldn't even consider applying for the job because i absolutely do not want to be the man from the caa could you imagine that poacher talk about poacher turn gamekeeper um actually becoming the uh actually becoming the, um, the the person in charge at the CAA. Um, so no, I absolutely won't be applying for the compliance role at the CAA, quite the very opposite. But there we go. Ladies and gents, thank you ever so much for joining us. Please stay safe. Um, it will be a couple of weeks before we come back. So again, please make sure you follow us on the socials um, because I'll let you know where what the new schedule is going to be. It looks as though the whole once a month thing and going live on a Friday afternoon probably will work. Um, but again, drop in the Discord. Let me know. Let's have a conversation over there. Um, let's take it all offline, if you like, away from the live show. And uh, I look forward to catching you there. So until the next time, look after yourselves, fly safe and blue skies.